0: What's up everybody it's your favorite coach coach Vaughn and you are tuned in to the friend in your head podcast formerly known as the coach Vaughn podcast now yes it has a new name but it's still the same hard-hitting heart-to-heart show with honest discussions about all aspects of life Okay, love, relationships, all of that. You know how I do. One on one, from my mouth to your ears, I'm going to be dishing out practical advice for everyday life so we could get through this crazy journey on this earth together. So, are you ready? Are you ready to learn and grow and feel good and laugh and giggle and all of that? All right, well, let's go. One on one, baby, let's go. Hey, what's up everybody, welcome to the Friend in Your Head podcast where I dish out practical advice for everyday life. I'm your favorite host and comedian, but most importantly, favorite bestie in your head, Friend in Your Head, Von DiCarlo, aka Coach Vaughn, and Coach Vaughn is on. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram and TikTok, don't stop, ow, Drunk Kamala is in full motherfucking a visit. Uh, in my best Snoop Dogg voice, y'all. Follow me on TikTok. All of my social media is the exact same, at Von DiCarlo. I'm not that um, fancy with my social media names. It's just my name, Von DiCarlo. Use hashtag Coach Vaughn uh, whenever you're discussing something on my social media that you heard on the podcast or uh, that you want to hear on the podcast or whatnot. Uh, and, of course, you could go to my website, funnyvon.com, to get links to all of my social media, to my Amazon shop. Don't forget about that. I know I'm supposed to be doing, like, this holiday um, special thing. But when I when I went on to my Amazon shop, it's kind of set up for uh, for products that I buy On there because sometimes I'm getting DMs and people asking me, hey, what do you use for this? Hey, you were talking about that uh, juice diet on your podcast. What do you use? Blah, blah, blah. So, Instead of me trying to recommend some type of holiday gifts to people, because I'm horrible at that. Uh, well, I'm good at it actually. I'm good at gift giving if I know a person, because my technique for Christmas gifts, or birthday gifts, or any time type of random gift, because I don't believe in it being a holiday or a holiday or a birthday for me to have to give someone a gift. Um, I I kind of my technique is to pay attention to the person. Um, I'm not going to reveal too much because actually I got a question in a DM that I'm saving for the Ask Coach Vaughn section. And since this is getting close to Christmas, I don't know why I started right now in the beginning with it because I guess I had it in my mind for the Ask Coach Vaughn part and I didn't record that yet. A lot of times I record the Ask Coach Vaughn answers as I get them. Uh, but this one is so recent, and and it was a really good question that I just hopped on it right now. So I digress. Um, back to my social media stuff and my Amazon store. I'm not going to do a recommendation uh, Christmas list. You'll hear about why later, um, and and how I handle gift giving. But we just got out of Thanksgiving. Uh, people still traveling like a mother, mother, okay? It's a, one of the things that is very interesting to me with this whole pandemic is everything locked down, stay home, shelter in place, the whole nine yard yards since March, okay? I locked down when they said locked down. What was it, March 9th or something like that? And I didn't come back out into the world and start skipping around and trying to figure things out um, outside of a shelter-in-place perspective until, like, the first or second week in August. And at the time where I was staying for my lockdown uh, term, I was near LaGuardia Airport. And I noticed when we were locked down and I'm we just sitting there, I'm like, I didn't notice airplanes not flying, Okay. Every couple of minutes where I'm hearing an airplane take off, I'm like, who's on this plane? I thought we were locked down. Why are airlines still flying COVID all over the goddamn country? Because that's how I was looking at it. And, you know, I get it. They're like, oh, airlines are the most safe. I, I get it and I don't get it. I hear you. The ventilation, the this, the that. Uh, they weren't selling the middle seat because kind of social distance. They're making people wear their masks. If you don't wear a mask, some airlines, I saw a viral viral video. And the guy was, you know, giving the announcements and stuff like, hey, we're going to take off. I'm just letting you know right now, if you if you take your mask off, we are not playing no games up here in these skies. You will be prosecuted to the fullest extent and you will be put on a no flies uh, list for life. They said for life. I think this was was it spirit (laughs) airlines? So, yeah, they were they were very animate about what you gonna do and what you not gonna do on their airline but here's my thing and if you follow me on um social media i i, I really wish that you would if you don't if you're just a, a listener of the podcast that's great and i appreciate you but sometimes well not sometimes pretty much all the time i'm tying all of my stuff in the the things that you see me talk about or tweet about or post about on Instagram, or TikTok or whatever, I am eventually going to be bringing into a longer conversation on this podcast. So just tie it all in together, follow me on all my social medias and stuff and whatnot. But earlier today, I uh, quote, I quote tweeted um, someone else's tweet that I I wasn't following this person and I'm not super familiar with this person, but what they said was so interesting. And and someone else that I'm following either had retweeted it or liked it or whatever. So either way, somehow this person, uh, Dan Price uh, at Dan Price, Seattle ended up on my timeline on Twitter. And what he said was, The airlines got a 50 billion bailout and then laid off 90,000 people. Now, mind you, I'm reading his tweet. Uh, Twitter did not uh, flag it for fact checking or anything. I'm not fact checking it. I'm literally reading the tweet. Um, So here we go again. The airlines got a 50 million dollar bailout and then laid off 90,000 people. If someone can explain to me why we could only afford to give people 1,200 dollars of their tax dollars back and y'all know if you've been following me i've been screaming about that like telling people stop acting like this stimulus check is a gift donald trump or the government the 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 federal government government did not give you a gift this is your tax dollars okay they didn't uh give you enough back of your tax dollars but let me finish reading. Um, If someone can explain to me why we could only afford to give people $1,200 of their tax dollars back, I'd love to hear it because that was eight months ago and it amounts to $4.83 a day at this point. That's the end of his tweet. And I was like, yes, say it louder for the people in the back. So... I quote tweeted it saying, and, you know, and still flying COVID across the country daily, airlines never shut down during the entire pandemic. Um, there's so many issues to unpack in there, and I'm not necessarily here for that on the, I'm um, sorry, that was, I have, to, that was my, an email coming through. I forgot to put it on silent if you heard that little ding. Um, anyway. I'm not here to unpack and fact check and do all of that stuff on every little aspect of this tweet. The the general points are being made. The big one about the, the stimulus checks is so ridiculous and AOC. I saw her recently, um, discussing how all these billions of dollars are going through these to these corporations and it's mighty funny how we could find we meaning our government can find all these billions and trillions of dollars to do all these bailouts but when it comes to the average joe working american people like us they all of a sudden they broke they can't find a couple of dollars um, this is our tax dollars and and they want to raise taxes on the little man to bail out the big man. And, you know, the Donald Trump's of the world was given all the, the big corporation tax cuts and people start freaking out over Joe Biden, Joe Biden propo- proposing, you know, taxing people that make over four hundred thousand dollars a year and going a little bit easier on people in the in under a four hundred thousand dollars a year which is a lot of money but when you get into the lower lower uh very small amount lower income lower tax bracket area of people it's like yeah we we need this like seriously come on and yes we do need stimulus checks so the thing is the airlines never shut down not one time and i look I'm not a scientist, I'm not a doctor, and I'm not on the planes with with a blue light seeing if everything is cleaned, checked, and if the air quality, I don't have a, a scientific uh, air blowing machine to, to suck in the air and see if it's good or if it's not good. But two plus two always equal four. So I'm going to go with common sense on a ground level of my understanding of all of this stuff and say, um, stop one, stop giving. The little man's tax dollars to these fucking corporations and these billionaires. Even if look, if I'm a billionaire, first of all, to be a billionaire, you gotta, I guess, be okay with sucking other people dry in in this type of arena. If if I ever get to a million dollar a billion dollar status in this lifetime, Lord Jesus, keep me grounded in my heart, mind, and soul that I am making sure that I am giving a large portion of that money back and fighting for the little man and being okay with being in a high tax bracket because that's, yeah, yeah that's the American dream. Become wealthy and then give back, okay? I, I, that, that's my American dream anyway. The, the airlines never shut down. I remember when I was, like, like I was saying, when I was uh, locked down in Queens from March until August, I never heard an airplane not fly over my head from LaGuardia. And we all know this. You don't have to you didn't have to go to the airport to know that the airports, the airlines never shut down. Did they lose money? Yes. Did everybody lose money and jobs and and the restaurants and and hell, we can't do comedy. Technically, comedy clubs are shutting down left and right. Every everybody needs help in a bailout. But it's mighty funny to me that the airlines get these major bailouts. And look, I want them to. on the in the in the aspect of making sure that they stay afloat well enough to where when the world is back in order and they are flying planes on the regular that these planes are well kept and not falling out of the sky and now we have a pandemic of, of airplanes crashing in into water because they weren't maintained and whatnot during the lockdown but they never shut down. They got all this bailout money, had the audacity to lay off all these people instead of saying, OK, we're going to use this money to maintenance to maintenance our planes and, and we're going to keep all of our employees, send a lot of them home with some money. Um, to maintain them until we can come back. They still have their jobs. They still have their health benefits and all their benefits with their job because we have this bailout. We can pay for it, etc, cetera, etc. Cetera. You see where I'm going with it. I don't know why this world is set up the way it is with all these greedy, evil people and Maybe it's just easy for me to say that because I'm on the outside of these corporations looking in. I don't again. Look, fact check me if you want to. I don't know what they're specifically doing with the money. I'm not in their boardrooms. I'm not seeing how they're spreading it out. I'm going off of the base information and uh, the common sense of two plus two equal four. Uh, the the two plus two equal four in this particular moment is that you got all this bailout money, you never shut down, you were still flying around. I know you need the money, but so does everybody else. And why the hell does everything else have to shut down except the airlines? I never, as much as I've been addicted to every second of the news since since March, and not just one, I'm, I'm not one of those people that just stick to CNN. I check every network, local news cable news all the news fox news all the opposite news the the evil news the news that i don't think is evil i check on all of it to see what everybody is saying i don't remember one time anybody saying uh shut down the airlines (laughs) so anyway i'm i'm i believe that we are you know We all been knocked the fuck out like Nate Robinson, okay? God, Lord, Jesus, somebody check on my baby, Nate. (laughs) He's fine and I knew he would be fine. Well, I was very concerned about him when he hit the floor, when Jake Paul, when he hit the floor, y'all, oh my God, oh my God. he just, I was like, I hope he doesn't have permanent damage and I'm an empath and I felt all the pain strike through my body And I was like, oh, my God, I think I have permanent damage. I'll talk about it more in a minute. Let me get a sip of water and come right back. It is time to ask Coach Vaughn. Hey, I am so excited about this portion of the show today. The Ask Coach Vaughn question of the day is a good one because it is gift giving time. It's that time of the year and I'll be honest with you guys. I'm not a person that waits until Christmas or birthdays or Valentine's Day to show my affection towards someone. Um, but You know, a lot of people do, especially if they're new in relationships uh, or the relationship has been going on forever and ever. And now it's just routine. Um, uh, Gift giving can be end up kind of boring. So. It's that time of year, several people in my personal life and uh, a few of my followers reached out with the same exact question. So I'm happy to answer it, hopefully within enough time for you to do what the do, what the do is for Christmas. Now, what's the question? Hey coach, I need to buy a gift for my lady. What is a good gift for a woman? Please advise me and let me know as soon as you can. Great question, great question. And the answer is whatever she likes. What do I mean by that? Um, All women don't like the same shit, right? obviously. And, um, but a lot of women do like the same stuff. There's a lot of women that like flowers, but if you, if you think, Hey, I'm gonna get this woman some flowers, this is going to be a hit. If you're not paying attention to this woman, she might not be a flower person. She may be a plant person. So advice that I love to get, give to people about, uh, gift giving Whether you're a man or a woman No matter who you're buying a gift for It could be your mama Or it, it could be a child And you think you know this person But we change all the time We change as people every day uh, Pay attention to the people you love That is my best advice People always reveal their desires Always They always reveal their desires And it. some people uh, do it uh, intentionally like hey i'm gonna plant this seed i wanna i want a uh, new pair of uh christian laboos let me get them red bottoms you know they might be throwing straight hints or just straight telling you or they might just you know just be revealing uh their desires and what they would like um to have in their life, just in regular conversation. It could be something, the best gift you could get someone is something that you know they intend on buying for themselves at some point and surprise them with that. That, if you wanna get to my heart, that is the best gift. It doesn't matter how inexpensive or expensive it is. If it is something that you um, got me and I know you got it and knew I wanted it based on you were just paying attention to me, that warms my heart so much. And it excites me to do that for others. I love paying attention to people and and just trying to figure out um, what it is that their desires and needs are. And again, I'm not a person that's like, oh, it's Christmas, I have to buy you a gift. No, I don't, I I really don't do that. even in business, a lot of people send, you know, the the Christmas holiday gifts out, like corporate cards and, and flowers, edible arrangements. I love edible arrangements. Those are always great gifts. Um, no plug for them. I'm not being paid to say that. It's just from my personal experience. I've had some bad experiences with them too, but for the most part, their um, edible gifts are, are really cool and people usually like them. But... At the end of the day, I don't even like when it's Christmas time, uh, people in my uh, professional life will be surprised to see that sometimes they they get nothing from me. And then after the new year, they'll get something from me. Happy New Year. Hope you had a great holiday season and looking forward to many more blessings in this upcoming new year. Something like that is what I usually put on the the card and, and the gift. So that is my best advice. Be thoughtful. And if you don't know the woman that well, I mean, hell, ain't nothing like creeping on somebody's social media to get a sense of their taste, their style, what they like, what they don't like. Especially, look, women talk a lot. If you're dealing with a woman, she, she's probably running her mouth all the time, unknowingly, just revealing her likes, her dislikes, her taste. Um, so it, don't buy a woman, don't, blo- don't buy a plant woman flowers and don't buy a flowers woman plants. You feel me? I hope and um, pray that you all have a very, very blessed uh, holiday season. Welcome back to the Friend in Your Head podcast. My goodness, all kinds of stuff happened when I went to go get a sip of water. I had all kinds of deliveries. Let me tell you something. If I order one more piece of exercise equipment, I got all kinds <laughs> of exercise equipment in boxes in the middle of my living room. I already have this whole studio vocal booth set up in, in the middle of my living room. I just, I, so who's going to come put this stuff together? Nobody. It's going to be me. I eventually put my stuff together. Um, I don't need no man to do it for me. Mm, Singing hymns like uh, Uncle Snoop Dogg. Ugh getting back to Nate Robinson oh my god he got knocked the fuck out three times y'all three times how you get knocked out three times three times y'all three times oh my goodness gracious lord almighty above he was in the darkness he got knocked out lights out lights out but not complete darkness because he came back when that third one when he hit the ground I really, I gasp, I gasps, gasps, that's one of those words that has a weird ending, like, I texted you. (laughs) Anyway, when he hit that last, I, I, the way his body hit the ground, it looked like death and darkness, right? But he got up. He lived. He lived to fight another day. Put that that gun down, Craig. Put that gun down. (laughs) I don't know why, but the whole time. Again, if you follow my shenanigans on Twitter and Instagram, especially on on nights where I am tweeting something, uh, tweeting an event like the Nate Robinson fight. I end up on Instagram in in either IG Live or my stories. And I, of course, Friday comes to mind when you always hear Smokey, when somebody hits the ground, say, You got knocked the fuck out, man! (laughs) And he gonna cry in the car. And my favorite character, Felicia, Craig, let me borrow your VCR right quick. It's the Mac! I couldn't stop doing that. And then all these performances was happening, all of these rappers, and I was like, oh, my God, can Jake Paul come knock these rappers the fuck out except Snoop Dogg and Wiz Khalifa? Uh, No disrespect. You know I'm just, I don't mean it for real because Jake Paul might, Paul Jake, Jake Paul, whatever, whoever this guy is, he might actually uh, (laughs) take it seriously. It seems like he just trying to fight everybody. And he's more at a professional level, I guess, than than uh most people that he is getting in the ring with so i hear um or so i read on twitter uh fact check it i I don't care flag it smack it up flip it flag it rub it down oh no qbbd getting back to my point at hand nate hit the ground and i hit the ground with him and i keep saying the nate robinson fight y'all because i'm not a boxing fan i i'm a mike tyson fan Um, outside, I guess, of boxing. He is incredible to watch. And let me tell you something. My eyes had all kind of heart emojis watching uh, Mike Tyson fight. Because I was like, ooh, okay, 50-something, looking nice and good. Okay, go ahead. I underestimated you, looking all good and things. And then there was a moment where he he went in and hugged Roy Jones Jr. I thought he was going to bite his ear off. I, <laughs> but it, it was growth. It's it's Mike Tyson. He has come out of the darkness and into the light. He is a very spiritual person. I got to start listening to his podcast. I heard it's really good. But anyway, I was calling it the Nate Robinson fight because I spent my $50 on this fight to see nate robinson fight now talk shit if you want i knew um that nate he has a sense of humor and nate is one of those people he likes attention good or bad nate Nate don't care you know i think he made what almost a million dollars on this fight like seven eight hundred thousand um nobody wants to get knocked out that looked like it hurt nobody wants to be embarrassed like that but you are talking about a five foot seven man who is listed at five eight, but they always give him an inch for their sneakers. Just like as a girl, you might give a man an extra inch for being cute, uh, but he ain't that cute. It ain't that big. Okay, <laughs> you don't figure that out until he hurt your feelings, and now y'all broke up, and you're like, "Girl, it was whack." Anyway, uh, Nate Robinson has such courage and determination to give other sports besides basketball he's a football player we know that he was a football player either in college or high school or both uh from seattle but still rep the knicks all the way down to the ground you understand what i'm saying that he was on other teams since the knicks i'm telling you that knicks loyalty says something about a person it really does and nate robinson um i knew that if he if he got back up and his soul didn't leave his body and go to heaven and that he was still here on earth with us that he would absolutely have a sense of humor about it and if you look at his social media that same night and the next day and everything he you know he's very respectful he very has a lot of sportsmanship nate is just an all-around good good dude and had a sense of humor about what happened to him. And I'm not surprised by that at all. So I'm still Team Nate. Um, and I'm glad he was not all the way down in the darkness. Um, and I'm, I'm glad that everybody had such fun watching the Nate Robinson fight. Because, I mean, Tyson and Roy Jones Jr. did their thing. Um I felt like it was past all of our bedtimes. You know, Roy Jones and and Tyson should have fought first after uh, naps. Because when they first came in the building, you know how they showed the shots of them walking in? They showed them shots, and I was tweeting or on Instagram, one or the other. I was like, man, did they get a nap in today? Because they strolling in. It's like 10, 1030. And then we got like an hour, hour and a half before they actually even fight. I'm to fall asleep like it. All of these ra- Every five seconds. It was a different mumble rapper mumbling about some shit and some skinny tight jeans and crop top jackets. I was like, did they still close out of my closet? What is happening? And then I went on a tangent with Snoop Dogg on my live. I'm not going to repeat everything. You could just go to my Instagram at Carlo, funnyvon.com to get the links easier. Uh, Cause you probably spelling my name wrong. Funnyvonvon.com. Just go to my Instagram. I put, I don't usually put my lives up, but my lives is up on that um, page on Instagram where you could put the longer videos, whatever that's called. I don't, I don't think it's reels. Um, whatever it is, you'll find it the stories are gone because you know those only stay up for 24 hours but i did put the live up and i i was playing uh the chronic some stuff from the chronic album and talking about my favorite song on the chronic album and then people started talking shit like oh snoop is commercial now and this that and the third so i had to go off on that because i'm so sick of us as a people dragging down our ogs somebody uh said oh he he made uh, he ain't got no hits lately because he commercial and corny or whatever. And I was like, slow the fuck down. That's called growth. I appreciate Snoop where he's at in his life and that he's lived long enough to grow into embracing his commercial success and being a good husband and father and coaching little league and, and, and being funny. He was funny as hell. He should commentate every, every sporting event. I had such a good time watching Snoop and he performs like the real OG that he is. And like he should. And you know, I, I, I feel insulted every time someone is like, Oh, they're too old to rap. Do you know the best album that came out recently is Nas King's disease. Come on y'all. When I tell you, I don't care if they 40, 50, pushing 60 in the back, ROGs created this shit. Like Jay-Z, in the great words of Jay-Z, I invented swag, okay? Snoop Dogg, if he never make another hit, he has enough classics to where I say, so the fuck what? Play all the classics at nauseum," Because a lot of these white artists will sell out stadiums for the rest of their life. They will be getting on stage with a walker. And will sell out that stadium. Metallica, Guns N' Roses, uh, even even Limp Bizkit, you know, the rock rap era. Uh, uh, Limp Bizkit right now will sell out a concert, a, a stadium during COVID if he want to. You know what I'm saying? Ain't nobody saying, oh, uh, Fred Durst need to sit down. He's old because they don't do that to their people. You know what I'm saying? They support them forever as the classic OGs that they are. And even if they never make a current hit, people will go see them perform their classics. So, yeah, fuck that. Go, Uncle Snoop. Do your damn dizzle. Do your damn dizzle. Ah, crit walk into it. Ah, ah, ah. Um, but yeah, I, I do want before I, I, I get too far gone, I have promised you guys that I will keep you up to date on my progress on the purpose-driven life, the audiobook and I got the book and the audiobook that I am working on. It's the 42 days. I am on, let me see, let me see, you'll hear me flip a page right now. I think I what is this? I am on hold on, hold on, hold on, don't go nowhere. Yes. I am on day 14. I am still loving it. I am still growing. I am feeling more uh, grounded in myself, in my spirituality. I hope you guys are taking this journey with me. The thing that is, uh, speaking of darkness, the the, the thing that has been standing out um, this past week with me is... um, hold on I'm doing it again flipping pages um the the anyway I'll just go off the top of my head I don't need my notes the thing that is standing out to me the most this week is just where we're all at in 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 darkness like we are all going through so much much during this pandemic, and we're seeing the light at the end of the tunnel, you know, with Joe Biden getting into office and getting some type of structure and professionalism into our government and strategies into handling all of this these major issues. And no, it's not going to be solved overnight, especially all the systemic racism and, and all the major issues that have been here for years upon years upon years. But he just, did y'all see all these women He got up in there running. Oh, my God. I'm not even going to go. This podcast will be four hours if I start going off on the uh, the historical moments that we're just having. And Joe Biden, it's not even January 20th yet, but we are feeling... The weight lifted and the light getting brighter at the end of the tunnel and coming out of this darkness, at least with being able to start transitioning into figuring out how to take care of these problems. And again, it could take the next 20 lifetimes, let alone uh, feeling like these things are going to be solved in one presidential term of four years or, or eight years or Kamala taking the next two terms after him type of thing. It, it this could take a several lifetimes but the the good feeling and the good news is that we're on the brink of such major change if you just go back to um, listening to the friend of your head podcast and be speaking on on 2020 year of vision and 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 how this darkness is actually a, a blessing uh, and, and it's hard for all of us, and and it, but it, it nothing lasts forever. Go back and listen uh, to to the podcast starting like March third, and and come up to date today, and just re listen to some of those moments where where when you're deep in the darkness, especially with the pandemic too, when people are dying, and we have a president, dumb dumb Trump, doing all the things that he does. We don't even need to talk about it anymore because as this weight is being lifted. I could just feel the weight of his words and tweets don't even hold that heavy anymore. It's just, it's fading away. It'll never fully go away and it'll always be something to deal with. But 2020 year of vision, nobody wants to really accept that trouble is revealing and it helps you to grow. So, you know, and, and as I'm going through my purpose driven life lessons this week and i'm just really really trying to embrace all the issues uh all the social issues of the world and the pandemic issues and everything that we're all collectively going through together as a world and as a society but also all the the heaviness and and problems i have in my um personal life and my family stuff that's going on right now and and being here alone and single and and really you know trying to figure it all out and just the the thing and again this might sound weird if you're not into it the way I'm into it and learning the way I'm learning and growing the way I'm growing right now but um it really feels great to I'm not all the way there yet, but to be getting into a place where I can honestly say that um, I am not troubled by the trouble. Uh, that's that's a quote from the the uh, book. Uh, Don't be troubled by the trouble. Uh, stay stay deep and grounded in God and remember the promises of God and and all of these things I, I hope oh I just dropped the book sorry guys uh, that was what that thump was. I hope it didn't hurt your ears but that is where I'm at day 14 of the 42 days and staying grounded and um, learning or, or relearning how to stay in prayer and and meditate on the word and I'm, I already am feeling stronger. I'm what, how many days into the intermittent fasting? Cause I started a few days after I started the Purpose Driven Life uh, book. Hmm. I want to say I'm at least 10 days strong. I'm only eating, um, my intermittent fasting timeframe to eat is 12 noon to 8 PM. And y'all know that's hard for me because I cuddle up with all kind of donuts and burgers and food and stuff. And I I done reached uh, a place in my weight where I am done. But you know what? I was trying to do it by myself. I was not inserting Jesus. Uh, so like Snoop Dogg was singing hymns to help date. They- get back on his feet <laughs> he was making me laugh so hard commentating he start hemming and hawing and hmm, Jesus and singing the church hymns uh on the first knockout and the, the third knockout when everybody was worried including myself Snoop brushed it off he's like man it's the Nate from the hood he gonna shake that off he all right and I was like you know what Snoop you right he all right but um singing the hymns and getting back to what I was saying. I am staying grounded and feeling stronger and reminding myself of of these things that I already know and staying grounded, staying meditated in the word and all of these things and just not being troubled by the trouble hit me so hard in my heart because yes, I do know that God has revealed himself so many Times in my life I have had so 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 many dark moments but I have had so many blessings and and in those darkest moments you just got to go look God um just like I say about myself if if I never do another thing in this business although I feel like you know I'm only I only got my pinky toe in uh as far as my stand-up comedy and my career goes. I've, I've only scratched the surface of what uh, my goals are and what I hope to accomplish in this business. But even if, if I died today, and I, y'all have heard me say this before, if I die right now, from where I come from, I've done more than enough. And if I could say that about myself, why can't I say that about God? Because this these are all the blessings that God has brought me into this place and where I'm at in my life right now. So if God never does another thing for me, he's already done more than enough. Amen. Can I get an amen? Say it louder for the people in the back of the church. Amen. Okay. So me and Nate both, and hopefully you too, we are not um, going to be troubled by trouble. We are not going to let the the darkness looming around uh, put out the light because I don't know about you, but I'm staying in the light. I can see the light at the end of the tunnel. is getting brighter and brighter and brighter and brighter. Um, and, you know, the vaccine is going to do wonders, I, I believe, that um, I mean i believe i'm gonna see if it's gonna do a good thing because i'm not first in line for it like a lot of people and i don't want to perpetuate any negativity about something that could potentially be very wonderful and good for everybody and all of us um but i'm a black woman hey i'm skeptical and we know why and we have to be careful uh but at the end of the day put it in god's hands trust and believe that um You know, these dark days are for a reason, and it's going to make our bright days so much brighter. Thank you for. all your continuing support i appreciate all of you guys the people who support this podcast and our monthly contributors to the podcast thank you guys for everyone who has already pre-ordered my album uh my comedy mixtape a Dragable offense volume one is going to drop on december 11th i just got news today from my record label that um All my stand up tracks, all of them, not one or two, all of them, all the stand up bits on the album have been approved for two stations on Sirius XM. So it's going to be in rotation on the She's So Funny station and the LOL. Uh, station on Sirius XM. I'm so blessed and happy about that. It, I'm I, that's my Christmas present. That was my Christmas present. So thank you, God, for that. And my Christmas present from you guys is that whether you got XM or not, it, they're going to stream the bits, you know, randomly. I want you to get the album and listen to it beginning to end. I want you to listen to all the narration in between the bits. That's not going to be on the radio. The, al- the total album isn't going to be on the radi- radio. They're just taking the bits, all the stand-up pieces. Uh, so... I want you to get it. I want you to um, spread the word. Tell a friend. Tell a friend. Thank you guys for enjoying my TikToks. I'm having so much fun doing Drunk Kamala. Kamala, uh, Drunk Kamala is so fun. If you remember when I used to do Variah Carey and Variah's World, when Mariah Carey had uh, Mariah's World out, I'm having fun doing Drunk Kamala, like how I was having fun doing the Variah Carey character. Uh, Sometimes when something hits me and it's just fun, I just got to do it. This is not a slight on Kamala. I think she's dope. I voted for her and uh, Joe Biden. And I think she's going to be a wonderful vice president. Go ahead, black woman, black girl magic and all of that. But I don't know why I hear her voice in my head as drunk. So any, I, I'm just like, every time she posts something, I'm like, oh no, don't post anything today. I, I can't stop myself. Somebody stop me. In my best Jim Carrey voice, somebody stop me. But don't stop me because it's fun. And if she ever got wind of it, I hope that she would know that it's definitely not a slight on her or um a takedown of that black woman magic because it's absolutely not. It is, she... She's inspiring to me and so many other uh, women and young girls. And I, by no means, want to take that away. But when I tell you her voice is hilarious to me and it comes through my mind, it, it is such easy. Oh, it's so easy for me to kind of mimic her mannerisms and and just to pretend in my head what she looks like drunk. I don't drink and I don't know if she does. Anytime I'm doing my TikToks, my my Kamala Harris, my drunk Kamala videos, I'm not drinking. That's me just acting. And it's fun to do that. I don't drink. I, I also am playing a little guessing game. On my uh, TikToks and, and and I post on my Instagram as well when I do it, uh, guess what's in Vaughn's cup? The f- One of them, one of the first ones I did, it was beet juice, but it, it looked like uh, red wine. And then there was a couple of other. I know the most recent ones uh, was cooking oil <laughs> and I was trying to make it look like white wine. Oh, oh, there was one where I had water in a glass, but I poured uh, syrup in it maple syrup to trying to make it look like dark liquor but anyway i'm just being creative and having fun thank you guys for all your support whatever it is funnyvon.com for links to everything that is me i appreciate you guys i am hoping that you had a wonderful thanksgiving uh, a safe Thanksgiving and this time next year we'll be back to some some bit of normalcy but we'll all be stronger and more appreciative of the world that we have and live in so uh, many blessings and prayers over you and uh, this might be the last podcast before I go on my little a uh, holiday hiatus so If this is the last time I speak to you before the top of the year, I love you. I appreciate you. And thank you for being my friend. Coach Vaughn out. That's it. Thank you for listening to the Friend in Your Head podcast. I hope it helped you because it sure helped me. And if you need more personal one-on-one time with me, all you have to do is go to CoachVon.com and click on Ask Coach Von one-on-one and then you'll have me all to yourself. Don't forget to follow me across all social media platforms at Von DiCarlo. Go to CoachVon.com for links to everything, including my stand-up comedy. Catch me in your town when you can. Until next time, see ya! We'll